Good evening, and welcome to the Midnight Owl. I'm your host, Tim. This podcast is proudly a part of the Not After 30 Podcast Network. You can contact the Midnight Owl on Facebook on the Not After 30 Podcast group, on Instagram, the Midnight Owl Podcast, and if you have a story to share, beardedandboard at gmail.com. Good evening, and Merry Christmas. In this week's episode of The Midnight Owl, we will discuss holiday folklore in episode 4, The Dark Companions of St. Nicholas. Christmas is an amazing time of year. It's filled with magic. Something speaks to us as human beings in the cold, dark, isolated nights, and we're reminded of the misdeeds of the previous year. That as a new year approaches, there's a chance of a new beginning. A chance for personal betterment, forgiveness, and the improvement of all of humanity. We celebrate with the companionship of friends and family. We feel the generosity of others greater, and in turn spread that to others who are in need. We hold the night at bay with cheer and joy, singing songs of magic reindeer and the birth of Christ. Many pre-Christian Alpine traditions were adopted and molded into what we now consider Christmas. This stems from bringing the pagans of Northern Europe into the church. The winter solstice, which means sun stands still in Latin, is observed in many cultures the world over. Winter solstice is when the Earth's pole are at its maximum tilt away from the sun. It's the day with the longest night and the shortest amount of daylight. The solstice is usually December 21st or 22nd. As a symbol, it was significant in many rituals, cultures, and festivals. It marked the death and rebirth of the sun, imagery that would help the melding of pagan and Christian beliefs. Stonehenge in England is aligned to have the sun hit its central altar stone and slaughter stone at this time. Constructed with timber and estimated... 7,000 years before the birth of Christ, later approximately 25,000 years before Common Era, reconstructed with stone. Druids, pagans, and revelers still descend upon the site to welcome the solstice every winter. Other traditions that we see today is the dramatic tradition of the Yule Log, a large log dragged back to the home and burnt for 12 days, each spark carrying away bad luck and misfortune of the previous year. The Vikings held evergreens as a symbol of their sun god Odin, Its resistance and ability to stay green helped to keep hope alive in long winters. From boughs being kept throughout the house, the tradition evolved into entire trees being brought in. In North America, Santa Claus lives with Mrs. Claus and his army of toy-making elves. He travels alone, eating cookies in secret, keeping a record of the misdeeds of all children, punishing those that have misbehaved with coal, and rewarding the good children with sweets and toys. I don't think I've ever known any child to have gotten coal for Christmas was to be punished by St. Nick in any small way. Funny, not every child I have met has been kind, sweet, or all that lovable. 
to those children, I would remind them that across the globe, other, darker traditions have also survived. That if they choose to continue down the path of being a brat, they should learn the signs of the dark companions to St. Nick. When cloven hooves on rooftops might not be reindeer. When you hear branches whipping and rusty chains jingling in the night instead of the distinctive laughter of the man in red. These misbehaving children should remember. You were warned that he was making a list and checking it twice. Santa's friends are going to find out who was naughty and who was nice. Czech tradition, St. Nicholas arrives alongside an angel and a chained devil on December 6th, St. Nicholas Day. The threesome often consists of an adult or older children playing the roles of the terrifying trio. St. Nicholas will question the children of their behavior and rewards the children that have been good. The devil's job is to rant and rave and overall just scare the children into behaving better. There has been warnings from child psychologists that caution overly enthusiastic performances by the devils can be damaging to young children. They note that these performances are often enhanced from the tradition of rewarding the actors with shots of alcohol. There are stories of children hiding with fear while authenticity-obsessed neighbors throw coal around the house to create ambiance. It lives on mostly in smaller villages with threesomes traveling door to door. In France, there's Pierre Foutal. Father Whipper, Old Man Whipper, also known as Mr. Boogeyman. Pierre Foutal appears on St. Nicholas Day as well. St. Nicholas and Pierre Foutal travel together asking children if they've been good or bad. St. Nick rewards the good boys and girls, while the boogeyman either gives them a lump of coal or a beating. Legend tells of an innkeeper or butcher that captures three wealthy boys on their way to enroll in a religious boarding school. He murders the children and his wife in a botched robbery attempt. Hiding his crimes by creating a stew from their bodies, St. Nicholas discovers it and resurrects the children. Le Père Foutal is then enslaved to Santa for the rest of eternity as punishment for his crimes. Making his way to the United States in the 1930s after some rebranding, he became known as Father Flog or Spanky. No longer associated with Christmas, he was merely a weapon parents had to scare children into behaving. Le Père Foutal was a sinister-looking man in dark robes with long, unruly hair and beard. When he appears at your household, he will likely be holding a switch or whip. Schmutzli Schmutzli is from Swiss folklore and is a willing helper to St. Nicholas. Schmutzli was a woodcutter that saved Christmas by following Santa around and collecting all the goodies that fell out of a rip in Santa's sack. Upon returning the lost items, he became his eternal helper. A robed figure holding a broom of twigs used to beat misbehaving children. His face is blacked out by coal and in some cases lard, or animal fat. He has red, piercing eyes. Schmutzli carries both sacks. One, Santa's goodies, in the Swiss tradition, usually containing mandarins, nuts, and gingerbread. The other is Schmutzli's, and it's empty. It was used to kidnap the worst children and bring them back to the Black Forest, where they would have to stay in a work camp until they were ready to become healthy members of society. 
Schmutzli is rumored to have pagan origins, part of the rites used to drive away evil spirits. Krampus. Krampus, derived from the German word Krampen, which means claw. This devil creature started in Austrian folklore and within the last few years has begun to capture the imagination of many across the globe. Krampus is a goat-horned demon. He has one cloven hoof and one human foot with a monstrous protruding tongue. Covered in hair and looking like a devil from out of the Old Testament, you can hear the Krampus approach because of the rusted chains it's forced to wear. Krampus Knocked takes place on the night before St. Nicholas Day. Partygoers dress as Krampus and parade through the city, usually fortified with schnapps and frightened children. Their faces are covered by carved wooden masks. It is common for bystanders to leave one of these parades having been at the very least chased and not uncommonly smacked with a switch a few times over their legs. The Krampus of legend, like others, would be responsible for beating naughty children. But be warned. Legend says that Krampus would sometimes abduct and eat the worst of them back in the forest. Other times, Krampus would throw the children still tied up in the sack into a river to drown them or drag them back to the underworld. In a home where children have begun to misbehave, a gold-painted bundle of birch sticks would arrive and said to be sent from Krampus. This gift can come at any time during the year, and for the rest of the year, the branches would be hung on a wall as a reminder that Krampus knew what you were doing and that he was coming for you. Krampus was accompanied sometimes by Precha, who would judge the actions of young servants and children, and if she found them to be bad, she would slit their bellies open, remove their stomach and guts, and replace it with straw and pebbles. Similar in appearance to Krampus, and known to especially punish lying children. Gryla Gryla is an entity that lives in Iceland. She is a giant troll with a human face but hooves for feet. Gryla is said to have thirteen tails. As opposed to the other Christmas companions, she is not associated with St. Nicholas. That being said, she is not alone. Gryla lives in a cave in the mountains with her husband. Well, to be exact, her third husband. It's legend that she killed the first two because she grew bored with them. Gryla is mother to the Yule Lads. There are 13 Yule Lads, each depicted as mischievous pranksters. The Yule Lads are Sheep Coat Clog, a peg-leg being that harasses sheep. He struggles because of the peg-legs. Stubby, a pie-pan thief that will eat the remaining crusts. Gullygock, who hides in ditches and steals foam off milking buckets. Spoon Licker, liquor and thief of spoons. Pot Scraper, Thief of leftovers. Bowl licker. He who hides under your bed waiting for you to forget about your bowl so he can steal and lick it. Door slammer. Slams doors in the middle of the night. Skeel gobbler. A thief of yogurt. Sausage swiper. The thief of sausage. Doorway sniffer. Smells out fresh baked bread. Meat hook. Known for stealing large chunks of meat. Window Peeper, he who looks in through windows looking for toys to steal. Candle Stealer, he who follows children around so that he can steal their candle.
It's one thing to offer a beating or to steal someone's child, but these Yule lads, these monsters, they prey upon the fridge, an innocent bystander in all of this. A truly evil act. The family pet is the Yule cat, who doesn't care about the behaviors of children, but will eat anyone that hasn't received new clothing for Christmas. The Yule lads will report back to Gryla any misdeeds they see on their adventures. Gryla will abduct and eat naughty children. Her favorite snack is kids' stew. Again, from the bottom of my heart, I would like to wish everyone a happy holiday, a Merry Christmas, and a new year filled with promise, joy, and magic. To the children that escaped the naughty list this year, congratulations. It's never too late to start behaving yourself if you don't want to be eaten. And don't forget to owl at the moon. Ho, ho, ho.